Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell podcast. Casey Campbell, of course, here. Um, we are joined by the first cup, my first cup driver interview of 2021. It's Anthony Alfredo, the driver of the number 38 Speedy Cash Ford for Front Row Motorsports. Hey, Anthony, how are you, man? I'm doing well, thanks. I appreciate you having me on the show. Um, so it has been quite the off season for you. Um, did you ever think that when you left, um, when you left Texas last year, your last Xfinity race of 2020, did you ever think that you'd be driving cup next year? Definitely not. Definitely not. I'm just very thankful to have the opportunity I do have with front row motorsports and all of our great partners as well as speedy cash. I'm really excited to have them be a part of my rookie season. And of course my first race being the Daytona 500, it's surreal. None of it's set in yet, but I just feel very blessed and have had a lot of great people around me throughout my career. And especially as of recently with team Dylan management, all of our partners and my family. And so it's uh, it's been really cool. And I just hope to make everyone proud this year. Okay. So a lot of the partners that you have are coming with you um, that you had, that you had throughout the years, whether it was Xfinity and or trucks or anything like that. Talk about how you get like, the marketing, the marketing side of things is something that really doesn't get talked about a lot. And um, throughout the industry, you've kind of been praised for how, you've, how you deal with your sponsors. What's it like going into these meetings, going into these more of kind of these company-wide things and just kind of like, kind of like explain and sell yourself a little bit? Uh, it's, definitely, uh, it's definitely a whole different aspect of the sport that a lot of people don't see you know a lot of the fans don't see that side of things but obviously our sport wouldn't exist with one without our fans but two without our partners who make it possible for us to get to the racetrack and put on a show for those fans so to first appreciate that and then second uh, understand the the return on investment for them and actually uh, be able to provide something of value to them uh, you know a, a lot of people I think just call up every possible company they can but uh, really, I just always reach out to uh, to people that I believe in, I'm an advocate of. And uh, I think there's been, you know, that's kind of led to people approach me just because and see if I'm an advocate of what they do. And, and that's the most important thing, because it's not some sort of, I don't want to call it fake, but it, it's just so easy to have a great relationship when you are working with people that you believe in and people that believe in you, it makes you more motivated to go do well for them. And of course, uh, just makes it all flow together and, and work well. So I've strived really hard to learn more about that side of things. And of course, since I've been involved with uh, Team Dylan Management and Austin Craven, he's taught me a lot more of those things and allowed me to to be involved. But he's kind of taken the reins and that stuff and made it a little bit easier for me so I could focus on the driving side of things. And of course, just helped put me in a great position this year to go compete at the highest level and uh, with all those amazing partners. And I even learned a lot uh, back when I was selected for the NASCAR Next Class of 2018. So uh, to kind of learn straight up from NASCAR as well, some of the basics was a huge help and something I took to heart. And I've always, you know, worked really hard off the track or as hard off the track as I do on the track to to try and, uh, you know, just develop relationships and, and market myself, I guess you could say, build my brand. Of course, of course, that, of course, you mentioned next, of course, that's how I met you three years ago. And it's hard to believe, you know, I got to ask you this question. When you look at, when you look back to then, 
when you were running part-time and I think was Arca East and ran some select that, did you ever think in three years that you'd ever be in cup? Definitely not. Definitely not. I, I'd always hope to reach this level. And, and this is just what I hope to be the start of something long-term. Uh, my ultimate goal is to be a, a cup series champion at some point, but uh, of course, getting to this point is part of that, uh, part of reaching that ultimate goal. However, once it actually happens, it's still surreal and uh, definitely, definitely unbelievable. I wouldn't have thought that this was happening uh, three years ago at all, or, or even last year for that matter. Um, so a lot of the, you know, your nickname is Fast Pasta. The Sauce Mafia, how did that come together? Is that your fan? So is that the name for your fan base? Yes, it is. And I pretty much came up with that uh, during a Twitch stream because all my fans are watching me live on iRacing on my Twitch channel, Fast underscore Pasta. And I'm like, I got to come up with a, with a, you know, a, a correlated nickname for the group. So uh, Sauce Mafia just made the most sense to me and, I, and it was clever and everyone seemed to enjoy it. So we fully embraced it. Yeah. You know, when you look at the, you know, the Twitch, the iRacing, a lot of the, you know, we kind of go back to marketing yourself a little bit. Going to all these different events that you, you do, I was actually talking to Ryan Vargas about this uh, last week, you know, with the, with the iRaces he puts together. You're quite involved on the, on the social streams and all that with whether it's your Twitch channel, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, or whether it's something, whatever you do, or whether it's iRacing. What's been the marketing of social media, how has that been important to you as you kind of go through your career a little bit? Well, that kind of goes back to, uh, you know, the previous question, really. I think the with this current uh, day and age and how valuable technology is and social media, uh, the reach we have as, as social influencers and that companies have uh, to reach out to their customers is very important and it's definitely a, a key component to building my brand not only getting my name out there but utilizing my platform to do do well for my partners off the track of course and continue that relationship so i've learned a lot from that and, and it's been cool to kind of come up with some other unique ways to to not only market myself but provide value for my partners on either my twitch stream or youtube channel tiktok which is you know a newer platform obviously and then of course all the mainstream platforms as well but they're all very different and, and kind of have their own communities or ways to go about posting and and you know showcasing you know your day-to-day -day with your followers or of course you know what's going on at the racetrack okay so what is your favorite social media app to use my favorite is probably TikTok or it's, see, it's just, it, it's kind of its own. It's so hard to say. probably Instagram, probably Instagram because the two are so vastly different. And I would say before, before TikTok came out, you, I would have said Instagram all day, but Twitter is a close second to that then Facebook. And then now we have all these other platforms that kind of put TikTok, Twitch and YouTube all in their own category. So it's hard to, it's hard to compare them all together. So, you know, I know you're, I, I know, I know a lot from knowing you for the past three years, but, you know, Sauce Mafia may not know some, there's some interesting things about um, you. So I was wondering if we could, so I, I did this a couple with Ryan Vargas and Colby Howard last week, but do you mind if, let, do you mind if we ask you some questions like just to get to know, know Anthony Alfredo? Yeah, for sure. All right. So. 
So favorite type, for favorite sports team, any of that? Are you into all those stick and ball sports? Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did watch the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, what is your favorite team? Any particular football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever? Oh, it's, it's hard to pick. Uh, honestly, football is probably the first one. I'll go with the Pittsburgh Steelers just because of my brother and my dad. But as, as a Northeasterner, I have to obviously put up the New England Patriots. That's, uh, that's it. And uh, that's why I was pulling for, for Tampa Bay last night in the Super Bowl, just because uh, even though Tom Brady wasn't with the Patriots, I, I respect everything he's accomplished. And it was cool to see him go do it all over again with a new team, him and uh, Gronk. It was pretty neat. So, uh, so I'd probably pick them for as far as NFL and uh, NHL. I don't know if I have a favorite NHL team. I, I enjoy watching hockey, but I don't know if I have a favorite team. Uh, and then same goes for – that's probably it, honestly, for, for sports outside of NASCAR is uh, NFL, NHL, and then I guess NBA. I've, I was a Miami Heat fan growing up, always a big fan of them. So I guess I'll probably just stick to that for now as well. Yeah. Okay, so, I, you know, I, I, I might know this. I might not. But overall – favorite meal is it, it it's is it pasta or no honestly i i probably will say it's a italian dish does have pasta in it i'm trying to pick which one though because there's like multiple pasta dishes with pasta that i love oh man it's a tough one to pick it's hard to pick just one uh i really like penne alla vodka a lot as far as pasta dishes so we'll, we'll just go with that for now but I, I love all Italian food. Yeah. Okay. So are you a morning person or a, um, do you like staying up late? Mm, morning. Okay. It, it's re it's really interesting because, you know, with every, with, you know, with drivers and all that stuff and you never know what's going on. Do you feel yeah. like you can like get more stuff done or something? I, I actually enjoy staying up late and, and like, you know, getting stuff done then but my schedule never allows me to really sleep in. So I'd rather just get to bed early and get up early and get a jump start on the day. When's the last time you slept in? Probably Saturday. Nice. You know, cause you never know with that, with, you know, with, with drivers, you never know when you can catch up on sleep. You never know. No, exactly. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Cause uh, the next, um, next, about next about 10 months are going to be pretty busy for you, man. Absolutely. Um, What's the most exciting thing you're looking forward to this uh, on the NASCAR schedule, whether it's a track, whether it's a, whether it's a race. Um, Cause I know there's like, you know, there's seven road courses, dirt racing, all of, you know, that. And of course we got the Daytona 500 this week. I'm actually really excited for the Bristol dirt races. If we were to pick one of the new additions to the schedule and I've never raced dirt, so that might sound crazy, but that is why I'm actually so excited about it. Uh, just cause it's going to be new and I've always wanted to do it. Uh, but as far as places I've been, I'm really excited for, uh, some of the more worn out tracks. Homestead's one of my favorite Bristol will be really cool. And, and there honestly isn't a race that I'm not looking forward to. Yeah. It's always, you know, some racers always tell me it's the next race. So, um, dirt racing, uh, you know, I know you come from um, a pavement late model background. I know you drove late models for junior motorsports at one time. Um, 
dirt racing, did that ever interest you? And did you ever think you'd ever try it or something like that? Absolutely. And, and now I get to in the Cup Series. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So um, what's the biggest thing that you learned from driving in Xfinity last year? Probably just putting a whole race together and, and being able to execute from start to finish, or even maybe if you don't get off on the right foot, rebounding and, and just trying to be there at the end. The races are a lot longer. And of course, in the Cup Series, the races are going to be just about, if not double the length for the majority of them. So uh, there's, there's a lot more time throughout the race, but with the competitiveness, there isn't really much more room for error. So now it's going to be same concept about executing start to finish, but over a much longer duration. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice that something to the right is something to the right of Anthony Alfredo. That is actually the sheet metal from the Kansas race where you went up, where he went upside down. Do you like, have you ever, before then, did you, were you ever upside down in a car before? No, that was the first time. Um, how was it? It was, what was the, what it's was not it? not fun. It's not fun. I know. I, I know. It's just like. Yeah, and you're just hanging there, and you can't really do anything because since I – fortunately, I wasn't on fire or anything. That could have been way worse. But since I wasn't and I was okay, the safety crew thought it was best to leave me in the car till they could flip it over, then allow me to get out. Uh, but hanging there upside down for that long definitely is not fun, uh, especially after hitting as hard as you did because after hitting, you just want to get out and stretch your legs and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And to, uh, to be stuck hanging upside down just kind of waiting – uh, I'm sure it wasn't that long because they worked very quickly, but it, it feels like a long time while you're just hanging there. Yeah. Yeah. NASCAR, the, the safety of NASCAR has definitely uh, improved over the years. And speaking of that, I know this is the also kind of going into that. This is also the 20th anniversary of the 2001 Daytona 500. Of course, that's the race where Dale Earnhardt was killed. You've obviously you, I don't know if you remember that or anything like that, but obviously you've been in the sport for a few years so you've seen how safe these cars are and from being upside down last year how safe are these things very safe i mean it, the sports uh changed tremendously since then uh there's been a lot implemented since then and at that specific point in time uh like the uh the the invention of the hans device so all those things, that's one of many new uh, features that have been implemented into safety for all kinds of motorsports and NASCAR specifically. And, you know, that all was, uh, you know, was able to be shown in, in my crash at Kansas, Ryan Newman's, you know, wreck at Daytona last year. Uh, and, and for to be able to walk away from stuff like that unscathed says a lot about how far it's come. And, um, you never want anything like that to happen, but I'm, I'm thankful to know that all my safety equipment did it, what it was supposed to, my Hans device, my helmet, my seat, uh, my seat belts, all my safety equipment I'm wearing, fire suit shoes, all that kind of stuff. So um, like I said, it, all of it did its job. And then in addition to that, the safer bears and the, the safety crews working so fast and efficiently. Uh, it's, it's really great to know that, you know, everything went down the way it was supposed to in a situation like that, even though you obviously don't want that to occur. Yeah. So this is your first Daytona 500. Um, I know every, I know you've raced, have you, you've raced at Daytona, if I'm correct in the Xfinity series, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is, a, this is your first Daytona 500. Um, do you think you'll get like, because, you know, we're talking to some guys, you know, obviously with all the cup guys being on, on the Zoom platform this week, 
you know, many were saying, you know, I still get nervous or all butterflies or, you know, all that. What is it going to be like knowing that you're going to tip when you get in the car and you know that you're going to be racing in the Daytona 500 next Sunday? I'm not sure yet. I'm sure it's going to be pretty wild and uh, there's going to be a lot of emotions flowing through me, both excitement, obviously uh, just uh, being humbled to be in that position and, and thankful, just feeling of blessed, uh, all those kinds of things. But uh, definitely just kind of be in the mode once the helmet goes on and ready to go out there and do my job, try to get as great a finish as possible from my race team, my partners, everyone who stood by my side and uh, just go out there and have a, have a successful first race of the year. So when you look at Daytona, you know, every, every, everyone's got a shot at it. What is your approach to this race? Are you going to be, you know, early on charging up to, you know, in, the, in that front pack and stuff? Or are you going to kind of hang back, see what happens, maybe avoid the big one? What's kind of the strategy that you're talking about, you know, with your, with your teammates, Michael McDowell, and then David, of course, David Reagan? And uh, have you talked with them and have you talked with the rest of the Ford guys? Yeah, we're not 100% sure yet. And me personally, I'm, I'm just going to go with the flow and, and whatever we're going to do as a team, obviously. And of course, with the other Ford Mustangs out in the field. So that's, that's probably the biggest thing. And we'll have a, a manufacturer and team strategy to, to go by. And in the coming days, we'll definitely have that more set in stone. But you can't really plan for these races. You can't plan for any race, especially super speedway racing, just because of how fast things change. And just the, the smallest situation can drastically change your strategy for the, for the remainder of the event. So we'll kind of play it by ear and just go with the flow. But my biggest thing is just to be there at the end and, uh, you know, being being positioned because if you survive to the last lap, you likely have a shot at it. Yeah. Um, all right. That's going to do it for this episode. Anthony Alfredo, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, catch Anthony in the Daytona 500 on Sunday. You can watch it on Fox um, and cheer on Sauce. And you can be part of Sauce Mafia if you want to cheer on Anthony Alfredo. But always, uh, always a pleasure talking with you. Um, and uh, good luck this weekend in your first Daytona 500. Thank you.